Welcome back to the Slutpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna D, here to empower women to build their own empire and interview sluts who like to make money. On my podcast, I give you a peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl, viral TikToker, and OnlyFans creator. I share my ups and downs of running a multi-million dollar business and the difficult yet sexy path to success. Well, hi there, you beautiful bitch. How are you doing? We're just going to do a Q&A and I'm just going to be doing my hair while I do this because, I don't know, sometimes I get anxiety. Are you experiencing severe mental anguish? Just talking to the camera and it's easier if I have something else to do. We're going to start at the bottom. These are like Instagram questions. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Miss Mothership. The links are always in the description. Lots of fun links in the description. Serious question. The first question, I'm not going to say the names to hide, you know, your privacy, but how to reasonably pay yourself with your e-commerce business while continuing to save for growth. So as you know, I run multiple e-commerce businesses. I don't even know how many I own. I know that I have five trademarks on my wall in my office and then three that are pending and some that I haven't even trademarked yet. I just start ideas all the time, which I love. At this point, I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is that when I first started my business, I did not give myself a paycheck. If I made a $20 sale, you know where that $20 went? First of all, if it went in my pocket, how else would I reinvest into the business? If you got no investors, what do you do with the sales? You put them back in the business. Yes, queen. So even when I made my first 100K, my first million dollar year, I wanted to keep growing. So I kept putting money back into the business. So let's get straight to the point. Obviously, I have a CPA, an accountant. I'm an accountant. Financial advisor. And when they run the numbers, they decide what my payroll should fairly be. Because every time you pay yourself, you're also having to take out money for the government. And you want to pay yourself on the low scale so that your business can grow. But you also, at some point when it comes to tax brackets, sometimes you need to raise your payroll in order to pay taxes in the best, the most affordable way. So sometimes changing your payroll number can affect that number. And I'm not an accountant. I'm an accountant. They've always helped me have a reasonable pay to pay my bills. Cause ultimately if you have a different bank account for your business, when you pay yourself, it goes to your personal account. And with your personal funds, that's where you pay like all your personal bills. But it gets kind of confusing Kinda. A whole lot confusing. But how'd I pay myself? First five years couldn't really, you know, unless I wanted to give myself a bonus if I really wanted something. But anytime I wanted something big, it was typically for the business, you know, office supplies, space, but inventory. I mean, you gotta have inventory to make sales. So that's that. Moving on. Are you in need of a virtual assistant or project coordinator? It's a great question. I did at one point and then I got myself a personal assistant who ended up 
upgrading to my COO and my CFO practically. I'm an accountant. Now I have a new personal assistant who's in-house five days a week, nine to five. Love her. So as of now, I don't need another one. I think it would make things more complicated until my assistant needs an assistant. Y'all will be the first to know. We, as I'm my company, whenever we need to hire, we will post on our Instagrams, on our TikToks. We usually have a careers page at the bottom. I know at alienoutfitters.com, if you search careers, you can see what we're hiring for. <coughs> right now we need local seamstresses so we can continue to make products in-house and support small. If you're a business owner and you need a virtual assistant, I've used Upwork.com in the past. That's how my brand managers have gotten their virtual assistants. And what's so crazy is the ones that we interviewed, a few of them like didn't know I was the CEO, but then when they found out, they were like, oh my God, I already follow her. And I was like, bitch, what? Like you're hired. So that means a lot to me if you know everything about my businesses because I don't want to have to take all that time training about them when you can just already know. What plastic surgery procedures, if any, have you had done? Great question. I will link my breast reduction video in the description of this video. So yes, I got a breast reduction and a lift when I was 21. I got my deviated septum straightened out when I was 14. Um, I still have some bone spurs and my nostrils still aren't symmetrical. I can't decide if I want to ever get like a, it's called something like a post nose surgery when sometimes when you get your deviated septum fixed, they do the cosmetic stuff afterwards because it's so much going on inside. Just like haven't really wanted to do that. Um, what else? I think I got something in my ears when I was a baby. <laughs> I don't know if they like put tubes in or out. All I know is my ears were fucked up for a while. They still are prone to ear infections. I don't know if that counts as surgery. Oh, you said plastic surgery. Cause I was going to say one time I had to get put under to get my IUD removed because the strings wrapped around itself. That's my form of contraceptive. So they put me under to take that out. Anything else? I've gotten cool sculpting done. That you stay awake for. It's like just a small procedure where they freeze your fat. I got that done on my lower abs and my lower back, like my love handles, and I'm very happy with the results. But I wish I researched it more before because it is very dangerous and the results vary. So I think that's it. Um, I've gotten fillers in my lips before. Maybe like I used to do it twice a year. Now I just do it once a year. Um, I do get uh, Botox. What's it called? Touch-ups maybe four times a year. Eyelash extensions every now and then. I just ripped all mine out though. So they're healing. That's it. That's all I can think of. Mm, let's see. Next question. Oh my god, someone asked if I ever had an STD. <laughs> In high school, I got bacterial vaginosis a lot. 
I don't know if that's called an STI, but it's like a, um, it's not a yeast infection, but it's when the flora in your hoo-ha, it like there's a imbalance. Sometimes you get it from taking too many baths. And I'd get that a lot, so I'd have to like take it this antibiotic thing. Um, and then I realized when I was having threesomes and hooking up with girls, when you're mixing a lot of each other's, you know, bacteria down there, it makes you prone to that too. So, and then having an IUD makes you more sensitive, um, your bacteria flora as well. So I've always struggled with those. There's no shame in talking about them. We make any content on the manufacturing process for store items. Ooh, that's a good idea. I love that. Currently training my brand managers to make content because they're more behind the scenes and I want to show them how um, fun it is and how it will help with their job to just know about lighting and product placement, etc. Our girl who manufactures our exclusive products in Wilmington, Shop Hexed. She currently sews in her studio, but we continually talk about growing and getting seamstresses and sewing machines in our warehouse, so you can check out her behind the scenes. We share them on TikTok a lot. I do have like a warehouse tour on my channel, on my TikTok at Rebecca Blue with two Ks. I post behind the scenes like day in the life of a warehouse owner, so like sometimes you can see the processes. I post a lot of the creative processes. Are you having a good day? Thank you for asking. I slept for 12 hours. I've been working 12 hour days all week. So today's Saturday and I didn't have too much work to do, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna sleep until I freaking wake up, until I feel like getting up because if I am going to have another busy-ass week, I've got to take at least one day of the week to just sleep all motherfucking day. But yeah, by 2 o'clock today, I started moving around. Feeling good. What profession would you want if you weren't already a boss-ass bitch? I always wanted to be a vet until I, you know, was a teenager and I was like, oh, it's actually not fun. It's not just playing with dogs. But now that I work in a dog rescue, I would find myself doing something along those lines if I wasn't in e-commerce. But regardless, whenever I try to take myself out of a business to automate it on my own, I still find myself literally in my sleep coming up with ideas in the next morning, like buying a domain, building a website. It's just second nature. Whenever I have like an idea or a solution to a problem, I'm just like, let's do it now, now, let's see where it goes, let's ride the energy. I just can't, like, I can't stick to one profession. Like, I don't know how people do that, I guess. And I'm not saying this in, like, a snotty way, but I feel like I'm good at a lot of things. A lot of things I try, I find that I really excel at or enjoy. So if I just quit everything, I would find myself doing a whole bunch of different professions. Well, let me think about the question. What profession would you want to do? Maybe like doing something with art, whether it was like, like I made this, I went and did pottery the other day. 
and I made this pot. Like, I really enjoyed that. Like, and then I was like, why don't I just do a pop-up market and sell pottery? <laughs> or live on a farm and just do, doing the whole housewife dream. I know, I don't know, I feel like that's a controversial thing, but I always wondered what my life would be like if I was just like a stay-at-home mom or just kept the house tidy. Like, I feel like there's such an enjoyment of that. Especially, like, without the financial stress. But I do enjoy cleaning and cooking and playing with my dog. So, that I mean, it's not a profession, but my mom always told me it was. She said she wanted to be a mom when she grew up. She didn't want to, like, be a lawyer or something. And I was like, being a mom is a job? Good times. Someone said, I lost a really lucrative sub because he said my slippers weren't smelly enough. Help. <laughs> that happens to me too, girl. To all my submissives who buy my socks and my footwear, my feet just don't stink how other parts of me are more pungent. So I've had to learn that when I go horseback riding, I'll wear socks that day and I'll double up my socks and my boots and I find that they sweat a little bit more that way. Very controversial statement. I've told maybe told people that if you go to Goodwill and find really like filthy shoes that have foot imprints like wear them after that because sometimes those shoes hold smell more I'm not saying to buy someone else's shoes and then ship them but that has helped and you can always you know upsell your customer to buy something else or send them another pair for free to like build his trust and Trust me, they'll come back to you if you try to make it up to them. Because if you act like you really, really care, that's what they want. They're paying for that experience. Do you make more on OF with PPV, PPV messages or PPV wall posts? Good question. So I have two OnlyFans accounts. I have a paid account where it's $20 a month and I have a free account which is free to subscribe but you have to pay for all the posts like pay per post so that's what this person's asking do I make more when people pay for my messages or my wall posts so she's actually being a little more in depth because you can post content on your wall or privately in your messages there's no solid answer my suggestion is post both ways. Do the analytics, see which does better, and then just keep doing what does better. That's with any business strategy. For me, like, okay, let's say I do email marketing to my customers. I'm not talking about OnlyFans, talking about my e-commerce business. So say I do email marketing and I also do SMS or text message marketing. You're basically asking, which do I make more on? Well, how can I determine that? That is ultimately the question. How can you determine analytics? So I go in my settings and I'd say, oh, people are buying stuff based on this email. So I'm going to do more emails like this. Or people responded to this type of text message. I'm going to do more of that. But I'm not going to halt one or the other because they both bring in conversions. So we can call that A-B testing as well, where... You could send out a certain message to a certain type of sub. Like you could send out a message to everyone who's made a purchase on your OnlyFans before and then send out a different message to people who haven't purchased before. So you're testing. 
um, different marketing strategies. You know, anytime you get more in depth in your strategies, you can learn a lot. It just takes time. See what other models are doing. See how their posts are being responded to and get inspired by that. Especially those free one percenters. Get them, subscribe to them. When's your birthday and your year? Well, I am a Scorpio and I was born in 1993. I am 27 years old and in a few months I will be 28. But I feel 100 years old inside. <laughs> what size are your breasts now and what were they post-op considering surgery for myself? So before they varied from a double D to a triple D, um, like 36, I'd say. And now I'm a good 34, really full C, sometimes borderline D. But all the skin that was up here that stretched is gone as well. So now I feel like what's inside my boobs is more like centered and up. So it's not like also down here. So yeah, a lot of people who get surgery, sometimes their breast tissue will kind of come back and they'll get back to the same size. But if you get a reduction, getting them high and tight, like you could literally just get a lift without removing what you got. Talk to your doctor. I'm not your doctor. But I do not regret it. I love not wearing a bra. And... So many people around me are like, I want implants, da-da-da. Well, I know so many people who got breast implant. It's like when your body gets really sick from the implants and they have to get them removed. I've seen too many people get that. And, like, I wouldn't want to get implants if every 10 years I had to replace them and, like, keep going under. That just seems really high risk. And remember, if you're short like me and you get implants... You're going to be bigger up top and start putting on clothes. Like this was my problem when I had big old titties is that I was smaller frame down here. So I'd have to get big t-shirts that fit my breasts, but then they'd be so baggy down here and I could never find tight clothes that were big up here. So it's really frustrating. And it's like, yes, you can wear cute bras and like, yes, you'll feel more like feminine and sexy, but finding clothes that fit you and feeling like thin up here is what you sacrifice for, but every surgery you have, your it's a give and take. With my lift and my reduction, yes, I'm so happy, but now I have these anchor scars underneath. Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahemp. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahemp's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, 
Faya has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp because you deserve nothing but the best, goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. 21 and up only. That's viahemp, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code goddess at checkout. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Now back to the show. I really want to find a doctor that is amazing with the incisions because if you see some breast reductions, you can really see the incisions and some of them heal really well based on what they do post-op. So just food for thought. Is there anything you didn't add to your book that sluts should know? I think everything's in there. Can't think of anything. If you want the ebook, it's available at professionalgoddess.com. And then the reprint, we're working on it. Ran into some issues. (laughs) But just like every endeavor I have, you just fight through it. So we're doing some reformatting, working with our printer and... Our goal, we had a meeting last week, was to get those up or sent to the printer within two weeks. Ideas for content block. Yeah, if you're having a creative block, maybe you're sitting down too much. I set an alarm to like take walks every now and then because when you're walking without your phone or meditating, a lot of great content can kind of come to you without trying. But I think just doing things by yourself, like going to the beach, exercising, reading books, just getting out in the world and seeing inspiration always gets me inspired. Haven't had a content block in a while. Usually it is correlates to my mental health. Tips for collabing with other models. I've never collabed with another model. So I don't know. Maybe do... Someone you're comfortable with. I don't know. What is your favorite bite of food? Not your favorite food, your favorite bite. Any casserole, any cake, give me that corner piece. (laughs) That's the answer. How do you handle everything? How did you find a good team? Talk to me about taxes. Ugh. That's a lot. (laughs) I need to get paid for this. JK. How do I handle everything? I don't know. (laughs) Nowadays, it's the assistants and the antidepressants. How did you find a good team? We did Upwork, Indeed.com, and word of mouth referrals. Talk to me about taxes. Talk to my CPA. I'm an accountant. Because I am not the tax guru. I just found a really good CPA who believed in me and my business and didn't shame me for what I did and wanted me to grow. Cause ultimately if I grow, he makes more money too. Do you have any regrets, mistakes as an entrepreneur? What's the best thing you've done in your career? 
There was one girl that was just so mean, so shysty. I wish I never hired her, but I did, and I take responsibility. I should have known better. She did something that changed my life for the better, but at the time, it felt like my world ended. So I'm glad she felt better by doing whatever she did that was the meanest thing someone's ever done to me. But without that, I don't think my business would have grown in the way that it did. So hiring would be one of the things I wish I did differently. Not hiring my friends. I wish I took a little more risks, but now I do. What's the best thing you've done in your career? The best thing I've done is really fought for my dreams and really took when people said no to my advantage and used that as my fire to make it happen. And being able to accomplish my dreams has opened doors for bigger dreams. So when this dog rescue comes to fruition, that is going to be the best thing I ever done. Ever done did. Selling things online is great. Helping women achieve their dreams and afford whatever life they want is great. But dogs can't talk. Dogs can't tell you how they feel. They're animals. There's just too many are being born and not enough are being adopted. And that's a problem. And I would literally trade my soul with an animals if I had to. That will be the best thing I do in my career. Save the animals. Hey sluts, want to see my workout routine, skincare setup, my vintage closet, and more? Take a deeper dive into my life on my YouTube channel. I take you across the country in my thrift shop vlogs and share my therapy and medication journey. Most importantly, peep the Girl Boss Business playlist to enjoy hours of free information on starting your own empire. Check it all out at youtube.com slash C slash Anna D. How do you prioritize your time between all your businesses? I don't. At this point, assistant tells me what I need to do, where to go. I do it. I'm a prop. If there's time in between, I'm checking emails and comments and FaceTiming my friends while I'm working. Organization is not my best strong suit, but at the same time, I think that works to my advantage because I do, 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 do. Starting out as a small business, how much profit should you be making before you level up? I think you need to create a percentage, like an upsell percentage. Just a quick example, if you bought something for $5 and you're selling it for $20, you know that maybe $10 of that is going to your operation cost and then that $5 is your profit to reinvest. So you have to figure out that sweet spot of what percentage you need to What's it called? Your profit margin. What's more important, girth or length? Neither. Um, not being an asshole is the most important. <laughs> no, here's a better answer. <laughs> What's more important, girth or length? What's more important is how much you're paying me to answer that. <laughs> In all honesty, what's the most important is the ratio. Like, what puzzle piece fits in my puzzle piece because sometimes things are too much. That's my thing. I just, I don't like too much. I'd rather get a toy that fits me. And if it's too less, you can always add things on it. 
<laughs> but if it's too much, there's not much you can take away. How to get over the fear, let's say with OF, that the images get linked, leaked or people find out. Ooh, girl. When you start being an online entertainer, you have to assume that's going to happen. You can create a strategy, but having a connect to a lawyer to know how you can utilize DMCA takedowns, because it is illegal if someone does that, fight for your rights. It's a lot easier than you think. I have a podcast episode, two episodes, where I interview my lawyer and we discuss this in depth. You just have to own it. Like, that's the price, not the price you pay, but it's the risk you take. I have a mantra that's like, I, I am confident in my decisions and understand the consequences. It's the risk you take, you know, in any job. Sometimes you're sacrificing your body or your time. It's just what's, what's more worth it. Would you rather work a different job that's less fulfilling? And like, seriously, if someone sees your tits, like what's, what's the big, what's the big deal? Obviously it's fucking wrong if someone does it without your consent, but like at the end of the day, They'll forget about it. I do know someone who's never talked to her brother in 10 years because of it. That brother's a real asshole. Then. They did ask how do you get over the fear. Fear is actually worse than it actually happening, so try not to overthink it too much. Are you scouting for interviewees on your podcast? Always. Email my team, management at professionalgoddess.com. How do you get past insecurities? I want to start a business, but I'm terrified. Well, you'll never start a business if you're terrified. You'll never succeed if you're terrified. Because this business caters to those who risks its excite them. Being an entrepreneur, you have problems every single day. So if you're not good at problem solving, forward thinking, being solution based, it ain't for you. You literally are quitting a nine to five to do a 24 seven, 365. Yeah. Good luck. But how do you get over that fear? Practice, do a side hustle, see how much hard work it takes or be like, find a mentor and see what they go through. Follow other entrepreneurs online who show you the behind the scenes. Like I do. I'm going to talk about this. I find it extremely uncomfortable when I get random comments from people acknowledging that I am close to them and their desire to be close to me in person. And that's just not my thing. I'm an introvert. I love and trust the small circle I have. And if I have a desire to interact with other people, I can make that decision and my boundaries close at someone telling me like they need to be in my space. It's very overwhelming. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, when you've been stalked, harassed, um, especially by people who come off as nice, it's just a trigger. And that by any means does not mean I would never ever be rude to anyone. If I had a reason to be rude, of course I would, but I've been approached like only two or three times. I live in a small town. I mean, every time I've been the one to be like, do you want a picture? Like, so great to meet you because I want them to have that memory. I know it's very important and special, but my first priority is my safety. So I get those comments a lot of people like, we're in the same town. Like, okay, keep that to yourself. How do you get over heartbreak? Finding healthy coping skills, 
having a healthy friend circle, family circle, community, going to therapy, keeping busy with things you love, falling in love with new hobbies. All your feelings are valid. There's no need to just cope with something self-destructive. Find positive ways to get those emotions out and to heal. Focus on healing, not just getting over it, but growing and being a better you. Does your mentorship cover businesses run by non-sex workers? Only, only fans creators. Of course, if you would like a mentorship, again, you can find that at professionalgoddess.com. Anything you want for that hour, I'm at your full disposal. Whether you are a sex worker or not, I will give you any advice from my experience to help you grow and to not to like get over the hurdles faster than I did. Are you single or in a relationship? I talk about it on my podcast. I thoroughly choose not to make any of my personal relationships part of my social media presence because I give up so much of myself. I have to have things that are mine. And from experience and from other people's experience, I have found that the second you put your personal relationship on the internet, people attack it, they insinuate, and it's just, ugh, I think it's really unhealthy. It just becomes this movie that plays out in a dramatic way. But I'm happy. If you wanted to ask if I'm happy in all my relationships, I surely am. And if there are any toxicity, any wolves in sheep's clothing, my Moldavite has excommunicated them out of my motherfucking life. I follow you because you're interesting, not because I'm a consumer of your goods. Although your shops are fire, I'm just personally trying to be less of a consumer. Agreeable. What is your why? What is your mission? That's what I'm interested in. My mission is to help, to teach, to bring hard conversations to people's attention through my work. So I want people to feel amazing in my products. My products that I sell are guaranteed to make you feel good, feel safe, feel empowered. My bigger dreams with my dog rescue, I don't even have to explain, but everything I'm doing now is leading to that mission. With e-commerce, there's just a lot of bad brands and any, when it comes to money, there's bad people. There's big corporations that aren't doing anything to help the world. So if I'm going to be a part of the online community with retail and e-commerce, I have a duty to uphold my part when it comes to packaging, sourcing products, hiring, creating jobs. These are all things that I take so seriously. Hey queen, do you know by any chance if your book and your tips would work out in Germany? Of course. The book transcends through time and space and all people and all locations. When will you redo the video where you burp? That makes no sense. I burp in every video. How happy are you? Well, I've learned from the Ho Mentor that happiness is simply a state of mind. Happiness is not a forever thing, just like any other feeling. A coffee could make you happy. A reading a book could make you happy. 
I find smaller moments make me more happy than looking at the big picture. Different ways of coping and combating triggers in your life can bring you joy. I'm just being me and I'm just existing. I flow through so many emotions and some days are harder than others and some days are easier than others, but happiness is a choice. Happiness is a whole lot harder to choose than being sad or angry. I mean, it, it takes more muscles to smile than it is to frown. Like it is physically harder to be happy. So I find there are so many sad, miserable people because that's taking the easy way out. All right. We're going to leave it on that one. I hope you enjoyed this Q&A. All right. Off to make some more content. Check emails. And I just want to send you all the love. If you enjoy asking me questions, I can... <laughs> I consistently do Q&As on my Instagram, so you can... All right, that's it. I love you. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Time to plug myself and pay some bills, so lube up, everybody. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about myself and my empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTube mentorships ebook series are all linked in the description of this episode. Want to send me love notes? Email me at slutpreneur at mail.com. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a slutpreneur has an orgasm. So keep the big O's a coming. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. I now offer shout-outs for models, which can be purchased at RebeccaBlue.com. And one more thing, always remember to take what's yours, grab your desires by the fucking balls, and I'm so proud of you. Mama loves you, refuse to be anything but successful, and go make that money, honey. See you next week, bitches. Mwah.